Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 77, quite possibly the greatest no harm, no foul minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And this minute begins with laying down the fiery sword and stops with a familiar rant. <laughs> um, we're in the, what, minute two of uh, Bartleby's TED Talk here? At least. At least, yeah, I think it's minute two. Um, the three. difference is we have railed a couple times about, like, there could be some long drawn out rants and people complaining. Um, the difference is this is Ben Affleck and this is like varsity Ben Affleck. He can just lay out this exposition. <laughs> like he is masterfully controlling the room, which yeah. is funny because there ain't shit in that room. It's just him in a parking garage. It is. It's minute three. I think I just went back and looked and every minute starts with his face. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, <laughs> it's one of those like, Oh my God, it's gonna be five minutes of this guy just bitching about how, his life of an angel was so tough. Yeah. But this is one where you write it knowing, oh, well, I'm going to have Ben Affleck do it. Like, right, right. invested in the material Ben Affleck. Yeah. Because he, he starts out, I, yeah, I would start saying the first, like, 15 or 20 seconds, he starts out, he's very, like, I don't know, childish and petulant at the beginning. Yeah, he, he takes a turn. He definitely yeah, takes a turn. At the beginning, he's like, I asked you to lay down your fiery sword. And then... He does what I think is his first one of his great lines, which is, what's the result? Our expulsion from paradise. And he does, like, the, the big Ben Affleck arm movement. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's <laughs> and this is one where, like, if you're looking at it like a, a disinterested party, you're like, all right. All right, I'll give you this one. I can see where, where this would bother you. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially after you know that the humans were... You know, given their place and you're just expelled from heaven, that kind of sucks. I assume but. it's the same as if, like, say you're in a family and there's, you know, three or four kids and you're the oldest kid. You had to go to military school. You know, you had to do everything perfect, blah, blah, blah. And then you're watching the youngest kid is banging his girlfriend on the living room uh, right. couch. Right. And you're like, that motherfucker stays out to two in the morning every night. How come they don't have to deal with the same bullshit I did? Right, like we have I've the same parents. Like, why are they allowed to do whatever they want? This <laughs> is when you would hear this kind of rant. Kids, yeah, they said then, um, th- their first kid. They made sure that they kept everything clean, and they were you know they made sure they ate. they said the last kid they were letting them eat out of the toilet. They didn't care. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> and, it, and he has the rant that I'm sure all firstborns have of yeah, it's not right. It's not fair. <laughs> Right, and and what do you always get? Well, life isn't fair. Get over it. Yeah, well, just I'm I'm sure pretty much was what God said to them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> as he was uh, quickly booting them out the door. So he threw down the fiery sword. That's what that's what started this whole thing, right? Well, yeah. He said he's not going to kill anymore. Bartleby basically convinced him that he said he felt sorry for the humans that they okay. were slaughtering in mass. So it's like one of those like I don't know that God's the bad guy here. Like you are killing like lots of people. Right. <laughs> He throws down the fiery sword. There's no more angel of death after that. And both of them are thrown out of heaven. Thrown out of heaven. That's, yeah. I just needed a recap because he keeps mentioning that fiery sword. And I was like, what is going on with that? I forgot. Like, I, it's been, you know, 77 minutes, which is one per day, three per week. So I'm, I'm I realize this is difficult for you. We're getting into that <laughs> that range you can't handle. We're closing in oh on the 90-minute mark. Close. 
Uh, this ain't over in ninety minutes. This is a ninety minute movie. Are you are you just at ninety minutes? You're just gonna be like, well, this is my last <laughs> minute. Now. You better find somebody else. At ninety ninety one new new co host. <laughs> That'd be a great way to do a show, right? It'd be like every time we do a show at ninety minutes, you're like, well, I'm clocking out. I'm done. And I just gotta find a new co host for like the last like forty minutes. <laughs> Have a good rest of the movie. <laughs> hey, hey, I'll catch you in uh whatever it is. Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. <laughs> yeah, I think that one's two hours too, isn't it? Yeah, well, then you get to watch it until you never see the ends. Yeah, I never get to see how it turns out. <laughs> You're like, I haven't seen the end of a movie since the comedy that came out in 1991. <laughs> right, every movie in the 90s was two hours, and now they're friggin' five hours. I was trying to think. I just saw – I I we say 90 minutes, but I really feel like your cap is probably 100 minutes. Yeah, I feel like most movies more. can get the 10-minute grace period out of you. Yeah, yeah, I think so. As long too. as it went to hit heard, 90 um, minutes, like, if it's at 90 minutes and we're in the very last scene and it's wrapping shit up. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, so. But it's, 90 it's, is. It's not, a, it's not a hard 90 minutes. It's just like, if it nah, hits 90 minutes yeah. and we're like, we're still getting the band back together, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta at least see what happens. Um, yeah. Somebody told me they saw Wakanda and it was it seemed like it was three, four hours long. I watched it. It does not seem like that. <laughs> they were like, oh, God, it's just so long. And I'm like, oh, I haven't seen it. But I've seen every Marvel movie, like, the first or second week it came out. This one, I'm like, I think I'm going to wait because I don't know if I can sit that long if somebody else is telling me it's long. <laughs> I, I really don't feel like it. It doesn't. It didn't feel particularly long. There was The problem really? is, um, I would say, it's like a lot of those movies. You know, all those Marvel movies, have, there was always, like, three or four things going on. Yeah. You know, there's the, we're following these two characters and then these three characters and this character. And They're getting a little big for their bridges. Well, it's like, not even that. Too many characters. But there's just you know every movie's like that. Unless, yeah. Unless you're watching James Bond and it's following one person. Most movies follow multiple people. <laughs> a couple, yeah, a couple people. So, one of the ones you're following are just like the problem is, is and this is what happened for me with Wakanda. They're all okay, but there's like ones that you want to see more than others. So the problem is, okay. if you're following one of the ones you don't give a fuck about, all you're thinking the whole time is, like, can you go back to? To Wakanda, because yeah, I, I really don't give a shit about what is going on here. <laughs> is it, what is it called? The reason it's why not called Wakanda is it? Wakanda Forever is what it's called. It is called Wakanda Forever. Okay, yeah. that's why like I could sit through Avengers Endgame because at right. that point I was so you invested in every everybody. story. It didn't matter who yeah. showed up. I was like, oh yeah, this is what I'm into. But yeah, normally if there's a three hour movie, uh, yeah, that could be a slog. Yeah, I, I know what I, I thought of you I the just, other day because I watched. I was at home and I'm like, I'm gonna watch a movie. I was like, but uh, I feel like crap, so I'm going to watch a movie that's just like I don't have to think about. So I put Back to School on. Okay. And I'm like, I wonder how long Back to School is. Does it meet the Chris requirement? Because in my mind, it feels like a very short movie. Right. What do you how, What do you think the running time on Back to School is? I haven't seen it in years, but I'm going to guess, yeah, it's got to be it's got to be 90 or less. Released June 13th, 1986. It is 96 minutes long. Perfect. See, that's good. I'm okay with that. You figure 96 minutes, probably two or three of those minutes are credits. Credits, right? I'm, I'm not watching the credits. I'm shutting it off as soon as the credits start rolling, unless they got some yeah. kind of comedy thing going in the background. So, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming at the 90 minute mark of Back to School, you're probably at the very least with him doing the triple Lindy. Maybe no, even later good. than that. You have to stay after that. You have to. <laughs> I'll tell you the most. I just clicked on the Wikipedia page. So, the most astonishing thing about that is. That movie came out in 1986. It made 91 million dollars. Wow, that is fucking unbelievable. 
Yeah, that sounds like... And I didn't think... I mean, I know Rodney Dangerfield was big, but he wasn't that big, was he? That big of a draw? No, because you figure in Caddyshack, he's one of many. Right. Um, Easy Money, I think, was a moderate hit, but it's not like it was a huge hit. Yeah, that's amazing. That's because it's a good-ass fucking movie. That's why. (laughs) It is a good movie. (laughs) But it is one of those movies where I put on because I can, like, put that on and just zone out. Oh, yeah, and you'll come back for the good parts and you zone back out again when nothing's happening. Yeah, you, you know the whole movie by heart. Yeah, you can't just put, you know, some things you can't put on because you, you get too invested in them. Right. Or, like, you're totally, like, tapped out on them. My wife sleeps with the TV on, and sometimes I'm like, I can't fall asleep because this friggin' movie keeps catching my attention. Well. You gotta change this. You gotta put your TV shows on or some crap. I don't do it anymore because now when I sleep, my wife's there, and we're not allowed to have TV on. That's uh, one of those hills. I decided not to die on. I will listen to my yeah, headphones yeah. sometimes at night, and they'll just eventually they just fall out of my ears at night. That's what I do but, that too. Um, yeah, I used to watch movies at night. Same thing, like when I lived by myself. But I would, you know, I'd turn the TV where it would turn itself off at like an hour. But I would only watch like same thing. I'd watch only like the same ten or twelve movies all the time. Yeah, you have to because if you get anything that, that you don't you haven't seen in a while, you start watching it and you can't. Yeah, sleep. you can't like you can't put on something <laughs> even if it's something I'm familiar with. If you right. haven't seen it in a really, really long time, next thing you know, it's like half hour in, you're like, I'm watching this fucking movie. Yeah. But now my like, wife, I if th- I turn the TV off while she's sleeping, she wakes up. Oh, no, you, you, this is, you fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. No. Again, that's so, not the hill I wanted to die on either. So your TV's on the entire night? All night long. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> she's like, this is great. This is what I wanted. Um... Oh, even when we go on vacation, like we go to my mother-in-law's, when we first started sleeping there, they're like, you know, your TV was on all night. I'm like, talk to her. <laughs> now, my wife is the fan. The fan's on all night. I hate the fan. I'd rather have the TV on than the fan. The ah, fan don't bother me. I hate, I'm freezing. But the fan's nowhere near. I've, in the summertime, I've built a pillow wall between me and my wife so that that fan doesn't blow on my but arm. The, the fan's like, on the I don't even want to touch me. We have a king-size bed. That fan might as well be in fucking Egypt. <laughs> this is true. I, we do too, though, but I don't know. But, like, nothing bothers me. The, the TV could be on, off. The lights could be on or off. Right. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, the minute I, I turn over, I put my little headphone in, close my eyes, I'm done. My night's over. That's me. Before I started sleeping in bed with her, I would sleep with my shoes on and shit. Like, a nothing but I'd just crash wherever I'm at. I sleep right well, because you were an alcoholic, Chris. That's different. That's, <laughs> that's why we had to have what that intervention for you. <laughs> Yeah, now I just hide it. <laughs> remember, I, remember when I lied and told you it was a boys' weekend and it was an intervention? Ah, good times. <laughs> I wish that sounds like fun. This, this podcast is a, a substitute for your AA meetings. <laughs> this podcast makes me want to drink. <laughs> well, depending on how you listen to, the, either the episodes are much better or much worse when you drink. True, true. I told you, Doug told me that I sucked the last time I was on his podcast and I wasn't drinking. <laughs> Doug who? What podcast are you referring to? Oh, Rocky. Rocky, uh, what was it, three? Was the last oh, time Oh, please, that in? doesn't come on. <laughs> there hasn't been a new episode of that since the last election. <laughs> he likes when he gets the shout-outs, too. We, we gotta do it three times this time, because last time he, he got imp- impressed by two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after, it, after about 20 seconds of him crying like a baby, he kind of turns to Loki and goes, don't you think it's time we should be able to go home? And you really expect for Matt Damon to say something there. Yeah. And he yeah. just he just lets Bartleby sit on it. <laughs> I'm watching it right now. Yeah, don't you think yeah. it's time? Because he, he knows he's wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, he Loki knows. knows he's wrong. 
Loki knows. All right, he he's doing what I said uh, last or uh, yesterday or Monday or whatever. He's hoping. All right, my friend's having a meltdown. Yeah, I'll just let him go. Right, Hopefully, man, he'll blow I'll himself out at some point. That's a good friend. Just yeah. let him go. Let him go. <laughs> and then, friend, you know it's the friend. He's letting you. He's got his arms up. He's just letting you punch yourself out. Yeah. And then you tell me it's an asshole after you're done. After he's yeah, after all burned he out, it, then you say, "Yeah." Then you're uh, unfortunately he's stupid. None of this. Yeah, makes Bartleby sense. steps over the line, and that's when Loki's got to step in because right. Bartleby just found out and says he's going to kill them, which goes back to our thing we said before of. So it's not some sort of thing where they can't kill them. Right. Right. It's, it's just they were told he's not, not killing them because that would that's not what God would want. Right. So what was I going to ask you? So he. He, he could have killed anybody the whole time. Well, again, um, Loki's been killing people, but they were always sinners. And even when he was killing people and Bartleby was on his side, they were working together and they were only killing people who deserved it. Right, right. Huh. Now he's ready to kill everybody. <laughs> he wants to pick yeah. up the fiery now, sword. He, well, he's gone from being <laughs> like... he. I, I'm sure Loki's sitting there going, I was the angel of death. The righteous yeah. angel of death. Like, I didn't just murder people. That's that's you know, where I was trying to go. Do I you kill think people that that- with the mandate of God. It's the difference between being yeah, yeah. a murderer okay. and an executioner. True, true. Now, do you think that was the plan the whole time? What for them? They thought eventually they would just get back in. What do you mean? Uh, in what way? Like when they got banned to Earth, was their plan always to go back, or did they just yeah, think, yeah. "Oh, this he is said, where we live now"? No, they said plenary indulgence. You walk through the things. All your sins right. are forgiven. Ergo, we go back yeah. to heaven. We go back to heaven. But d- did they think they were ever going to get back to heaven from the beginning? Did they think he was just going to be like, ah, never mind, you guys are good. Do you not remember? Back. Like, this is like, everyone, Chris has short-term memory loss. <laughs> I told he can't remember things was. that were discussed as recently <laughs> as this month. He literally says, what, do you, uh, something about, like, what do you think is going to happen? You think they're just going to let us back in? And Bartleby says, I'm sure right. we'll forgive and forget. No, no, I do remember that. I'm saying from... <clears throat> 3,000 years ago in the beginning where they're like ah oh, well he'll just he'll let us go <laughs> I'm betting for the first like 50 years they might have been thinking oh uh, yeah. you know eventually you know he'll let us back I mean is okay. that why they're doing everything right as at this point like they're still doing what they're supposed to I think not they're just, that's humans. what they're doing I think it'd be one of those things yeah. if you were say you got kicked out of this country for doing something right. you didn't do but you're basically a moral person and you get sent to like Canada you're not going to go up there and just go on a killing spree just because you were sent away. You're still the same person you were before. <laughs> but you're, you not allowed, by you're your... allowed to do that in Canada? Can, yeah, can you uh, do that if you want? You just say it's a hunting accident. Don't worry about it. <laughs> as long as you don't kill anybody important like Rick Moranis, you're fine. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> no, but it's like if you basically lived by a certain code of laws, you would probably still you live just... by those. You wouldn't immediately yeah, go just... rogue just because you were pissed off. So I think that's the thing. And they thought killing those people was going to help. Remember, right. they were like, "Oh, this right. was kind of this will kind of grease the wheels a little bit. We'll kill some sinners. Yeah, it's gonna make them happy." I'm assuming for the last four thousand or whatever it was, two thousand years, they haven't done jack shit. Right, I think they've just tried that's to keep what, a low profile. Because I, I think if they were killing he, people, eventually somebody would have showed up. Like, imagine if, right. if heaven's work if heaven's working, the minute they kill somebody, Metatron shows up and goes, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, well, th- that's how they would get their attention if they really wanted to. <laughs> yes, but, <laughs> but all just, this is. None of it matters if you don't have the get out of sin free card. Right, right. Like it doesn't. You can kill a million people have. that God wants dead. It's not going to matter. Right. No. 
I think they're also not realizing that, like, when God said forever, he meant it. Yeah, there's a difference in forever if you live thousands of years, I guess. Yeah. It's a life <laughs> sentence, brother. And your yeah. life is forever. <laughs> so he did just say, so now we have to dispatch our dispatchers. Yeah. Um, he also mentions, not only do you want to kill innocent people like Jane and Bob, those guys are cool. Um, <laughs> he does mention Jane You also want to kill the last scion, which I understand you're going to walk through and technically all your sins are forgiven. But, like... You think, I think he's gonna be Jesus isn't going to notice you killed his last progeny? <laughs> right, right. You're going to get there and be like, what, why'd you do that? Next thing you know, you're getting so, a fucking a cross over the back of your skull. And does he have to stick by this rule, that that uh, plenary indulgence rule? Them walking through, he has to he has to abide by that? Oh, yes. yeah, because whatever is supposedly done on earth is done in heaven. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you do on earth, we'll abide in heaven. Yeah. But I think he can change the rules whenever he wants to. Well, that's not the, that's not the point. <laughs> that's not the way that it's all written out. And he can't do shit right now because, you know, he's laid up somewhere. Right. Unless you want to go real meta on this shit and then say, God knew from the very beginning how all this shit was going to transpire, including yeah. Yeah, well, originally going as far back as when he threw down the fiery sword. God knew then that would lead to this, which would lead to all right. the shit that happens, which would lead to the Bethany <laughs> thing at the end. Yeah, but then he would have knew, or he would have knew he got trapped in that body too. Yeah, that was all part yeah. of the plan. All part of the, okay. It, it depends on how written. how big you want to go on it. Like, yeah, how do you personally feel? Th- was God surprised and trapped inside that body, or was it all part of God's plan? See, the the all part of God's plan thing sometimes gets screwed up with me because, like, I can't go to the top of a building and jump off. And say, well, I'll be okay because this isn't part of God's plan, right? <laughs> like you still make your own choices too, unless that was part of God's plan. Listen, you can't, you can't. <laughs> you can only God's go around in circles like, and this, circles. Yeah. <laughs> if someone wants to pull that God's plan bullshit like, on you, there's nowhere to go. I always hear that, like, um, well, if 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 I'm gonna die that way, that's the way it was supposed to happen. And I'm like, no, it's not. I don't feel like that. No, no, because I, I still abide much more by the <laughs> the little fable that's told about, like, you know. You know, there's a huge flood coming or whatever, and the guys, they come to pick the guy up, and he's like, no, no, I'll stay here. God will protect me. And then the first floor of his house floods. They pull up in a boat saying, come on, let's go with us. And he's like, no, 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 I'll stay here. God will protect me. They show up, and he's, you know, he's hanging off his chimney. His whole house is underwater. And they're like, get in the helicopter. Come with us. And he's like, no, no, God will protect me. And then the waters overtake his house, and he drowns. And he goes to heaven and goes, yeah. why didn't you protect me? And God goes, I sent you a car, a boat, and a helicopter. What else do you want from me? <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. I, see, that's where, or that, see, that's the other way to interpret this. Do you take it in the middle? Um, God knew there is- the Stygians would come. God knew enough to be like, oh, I'll get trapped. I don't care. But God didn't know how it would work out because the people involved all still had free will. Right, right. So they're still making choices on top yeah, of Yeah, so God's still rolling the dice at the last Zion. And the good guys are going to get their shit together by the end. Ooh, that's a scary gamble. You're trapped in a hospital bed somewhere. And, oh, listen, you know, when you're God, you got to gamble. What else are you going to do? Otherwise, life is boring. <laughs> Sometimes you got to roll the dice. <laughs> roll the ski yeah. ball. Yeah, so by the end of this minute, Bartleby's doing the don't let the sympathies get the best of you. It's gone from, hey, I'm so pissed off we're not in there to like, I will straight up murder these fools to get in. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to kill everybody now. Yeah, we pass through the arch. Our sins are forgiven. No harm, no foul. 
So I looked up No Harm, No Foul, just so you know. Where do you think I looked that up at? Uh, Urban Dictionary. Urban Dictionary. And it's going to be about I really some, try- like a- I tried to look it up just to see what the, where it came from. Um, I thought it was a basketball thing, but like I don't know that for sure. But And I don't know that there's I, – I would assume there's no sexy stuff for No Harm, No Foul, but let's find out. Um, the first <laughs> definition go. is no problem. It's cool. Yeah, well, that's what I got out of it. No harm, no harm. Uh, the second definition is, I think this phrase actually began in basketball. If there isn't any harm inflicted to stop a game, there should be no foul called. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, too. I guess. A phrase originated on the basketball court. It refers to referees playing street ball, calling soft fouls. Oh, so just bumping into somebody, yeah. it's a foul. But if there was no harm done. No harm, no fouls. Now with an S. The thing my dad said to me before leaving me at a bar. <laughs> dad, no harm, no fouls. Right, son? Me, Dad, no, please. Car speeds off into the distance. <laughs> All right. Uh, no harm, no foul. When you make a mistake, but it didn't damage, so it was like the mistake never was made. That's pretty Why did you scream at the top of your lungs yesterday? No harm, no foul. Bruh. That's literally that definition. Wow, that was terrible. You're getting a down vote on that one. That was shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get rid of that one. <laughs> it's already the last one. I downvoted it anyway. <laughs> so thankfully there was no sexual thing that was no harm no foul because I was almost afraid of what it might be yeah yeah I was thinking chickens or something fouls. no I was thinking more of along the lines <laughs> of somebody doing something that they're not supposed to do and they're going hey baby no harm no foul <laughs> alright I do not have anything else for this minute I can't wait to see at the end of the minute where uh, Loki says I've heard a rant like this before I wonder where it was I would maybe talk radio or something yeah maybe maybe on the Howard Stern show <laughs> I invented radio, Robin. We <laughs> <laughs> got a Howard Stern impersonation. <laughs> it's not yeah, a Howard Stern impersonation. It's a uh, an Anthony Cumia impersonation of Howard Stern. Of Howard, that's usually what an impersonation. Oh, I invented radio, Robin. Else, oh. <laughs> I don't have anything else. Uh, we have the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We're on DoilyJammer.com. Go check out our T Public site and buy shirts. Buy all the shirts. That's it. You got anything else, Chef? It's not right. It's not fair. Who's happy? Who's happy? Who's happy?